Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Leon Fontaine. Leon is senior pastor of Springs Church with locations across Canada. He's also been Miracle Channel's CEO since 2010. Leon's teaching will help you develop your own personal relationship with Jesus and walk in God's promises. You can watch his program, The Spirit Contemporary Life with Leon Fontaine, weekdays on Miracle Channel. Now, Leon Fontaine teaches on the difference between management and leadership and shows how you can start applying the leadership principles of Jesus to live a life of purpose. Let's dive into the message. True story. Young man named Jacob is dying. He's got heart disease and he's on the transplant list waiting for a heart. He gets the news just in time that a young 19-year-old university guy was killed of a gunshot, and so it's a match. His heart with his heart. He goes into surgery and receives this 19-year-old boy's heart strong, healthy, and gets a brand new lease on life. A few years later, he gets a phone call. He's tracked down by a man who says that he is marrying the mother of this 19-year-old boy who died, and he'd received his heart. He asked him if he would come to the wedding and celebrate with him and this new bride this mom. He flies him in and it's the only person at this wedding that this mom doesn't know is this young man. And then he literally interrupts the wedding ceremony at a certain point and had the camera people ready to tell her that this young man at, the, at her wedding has her son's heart. So you know the emotion that's going to go on. And as I was going through the story, all the pictures are there, and you just kind of relive it. And the first thing she wanted to do was someone find a stethoscope. And she wanted to listen to the heartbeat of her son. So the pictures show this mom in a wedding dress, her hair beautifully done up, with a stethoscope in her ears, one button undone on this young man's shirt, as she's standing listening to her son's heartbeat. And I thought to myself, when God looks at your heart, does he hear the heartbeat of Jesus? As a believer who's given your life to Christ, do you carry the heartbeat of Jesus? It's an important question. And it's one that I want you to think about today as I just 
unpack the message that I've got. We live in a world that is so focused on pleasure. And when you focus on pleasure, you make fatal errors in judgment. It's one of the worst things you can do is live your life. But each day is trying to think of what kind of pleasures you can find today. And there's nothing wrong with pleasure. To go to a movie, take your, your spouse out for a date, to play football with your kids. I mean, to get out with other couples and just laugh and talk. There's nothing wrong with the pleasures that God has put in this world. But if you pursue them, you will be so far off course because you'll make wrong decisions. You'll think finding pleasure, living pleasure, having pleasure is a predominant thing. And therefore, you'll make grave errors in judgment. We live in a world that is so focused on pleasure. And the errors they make are fatal to their marriage, fatal to their health, fatal to the generations of their family. We need to know that purpose is deeper, more powerful, more long-lasting than pleasures. And if you'll pursue and stay camped on purpose, what is your purpose? That the pleasures that you enjoy will be lasting, they'll be deeper. Because you're not pursuing them, they'll have no ability to change your decision-making process. Because your decisions, your life, the way you think, the focus of your compass in life is on the purpose for your life. I hate how fast this, this man wants to go, it's good enough. I hate how quickly it goes. We've done so much for God when we haven't scratched the surface of a world that is dying and lost without Jesus Christ. And I must get up and say, we've got a purpose. We've got something bigger than just us that we must go for. I'm always thinking, praying, always starting messages. And I was doing one on business as I was doing this one for the church service today. And I was reading through the difference between leadership and management. And how that so many people get stuck in management. Management is interesting. It's Planning, budgeting, it's organizing, staffing, controlling, problem solving. All of these things are management. And most people are stuck in managing their lives over and over where it is. There's nothing wrong with that. We all need to manage well. I teach management all the time. I think it's missing principles in most Christians today. But leadership is different. Leadership is a vision that looks out into the future. It aligns yourself with your vision. It inspires you, the people in your family, people around you, to go for it. It takes on the obstacles, and it goes through because you are in leadership mode. And if you don't get in leadership mode and you stay in management mode, you simply remanage where you are for the rest of your life. What's your dream for life? Well, you know, and you know, it takes you, if it takes you 30 minutes to tell me your dream, you don't have one. It ought to take you a few sentences 
to literally just say, and I don't mean get deep and get spiritual. I don't mean, I just mean, where are you going? Well, you know, I don't know. No, wrong, wrong. But we don't live our lives managing, remanaging, better managing, problem solving, new systems, better systems for the same old life you've always had. That's like Groundhog Day with new systems. Leadership is crucial. Leadership deals with the issue as well as what is your purpose? I mean, what's the purpose that you have put? And most people, the purpose is pleasure. Most people, it's, it's just to enjoy myself. If I ask parents about their kids, what do you want for your kids? The mistaken thing that comes out 90% of the time is I just want them to be happy. Huge mistake. It teaches your kids to pursue their happiness, which is found nowhere in the Word of God. We must figure out our purpose. We must know and envision how we're going to fulfill that purpose. It doesn't mean we have one dream. I've got a dream that is foremost for my relationship with God, my marriage, my kids, Springs Church, for holidays, for finances, to be just vision-filled, to be looking forward as to where you're going. Don't make the mistake of thinking, pursuing money, that you're new and good at it. we got a planet full of people, more millionaires being made than ever before, more billionaires being made than ever before. I mean, one day opening up the stock market and someone can move $12 billion the other day. I mean, money, come on. Really? Money? Or how about you? In a world filled with marketing and social media and Instagram and Facebook and, and how to get your products out there and how to get known and your name's got to be on everyone's lips and everybody knows your name. And we live in this marketing world, but yet John the Baptist gives us a key to being great when he says, I must decrease that he could increase. Like what you hear? You can watch more messages from Leon Fontaine on Corco Plus. Miracle Channel streaming service. Corco Plus has thousands of ministry programs in the Christian Living section. Every week, we take your favorite speakers and curate messages into topic-based playlists. You could watch a playlist on marriage, forgiveness, or your destiny, and hear hand-picked messages from speakers like Brian Houston, Levi Lisko, and so on. Go to corco.com to sign up for your free account in three simple steps. That's C-O-R-C-O.com. Corco Plus programming is available to Canadian residents only. You know, the Bible's got some unbelievable principles. It doesn't mean you should decrease in love. It doesn't mean you should decrease in finances. It doesn't mean you should decrease in, in, in doing great things for God. But if you focus on pleasure or you focus on you, going to get my name out there. We're going to get my brand everywhere. We're going to get this thing. Listen, I understand how to work it. Go for it. Marketing advertising is crucial. I'm not talking about how you do it. I'm talking about the attitude of your heart when you do it. Is that your purpose? If it's just one of the ways you manage and great, but if it's your whole purpose, there's nothing that's going to take you on a trip to depression faster than looking after your own brand, your own you, what you look like, what you sound like, what people think about you. Today, I want to 
I want you to seriously consider some things. Don't become complacent. If you were to ask me, Leon, what's the biggest battle you fight? I would tell you without hesitation, it's complacency. I fight it every day of my life. I hate it. I hate how fast this 54-year-old body wants to nap. I hate how fast this, this man wants to go, it's good enough. I hate how quickly it goes. We've done so much for God when we haven't scratched the surface of a world that is dying and lost without Jesus Christ. And I must get up and say, we've got a purpose. We've got something bigger than just us that we must go for. Jesus is very clear in the last chapter of Matthew, the last chapter of Mark, when he says, the authority has been given to me, now you go into this world. Share the gospel. Disciple nations. In 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 12 is an interesting scripture, and I want you to, I want to explain it to you because people miss this key scripture. It says, even so, since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, and I am, I want God to use me with gifts of healings. I want God to use me with a word of knowledge to show me who to talk to. How can I change someone's life? I want gifts of miracles flowing in my world. And all of these gifts were not designed to just work in church. In fact, they weren't designed for the church. They were designed for the streets. They're designed for your marriage, your business, to keep you safe, to protect you, to bring healing when disease pushes against you, to protect you when someone's moving in on you, to raise you up business-wise, raise you up financially. When we talk about the spiritual gifts, it wasn't designed for us all to be weird in church. These spiritual gifts are to help us in all that we do in life so that we are supernatural people. And it says, here's the purpose for them, let it be for the edification of the church that you seek to excel. Where are you excelling? The word edify means to build it up. Are you helping to build his church? Are you helping? Are you rolling up your sleeves and saying, hey, where can I help? One of the things I love about Springs Church is the lack of ego that exists in the volunteer teams. We've got doctors in nurseries, millionaires parking cars. When you ask them why they do it, when they can, when, when they pay someone to do it in their businesses, it's because this is their family. And when you're home, you don't mind doing anything. It's your house. It's your home. You are called to use the spiritual gifts to edify, to get the church of Jesus Christ moving, to, to, to build up his church, to build up the people around you. It's not about you getting you to where you think you should be. The Apostle Paul was interesting. <laughs> in Galatians 1.13, he says, For you heard of my former conduct in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God beyond measure, tried to destroy it. He was locking up women, locking up men. I mean, he was responsible for murders of God's people. God got a hold of him with a bright light, knocked him off his horse, and said, Paul, he said, yes. Why are you persecuting me? And Paul's thinking, who, who you? You see, when people come against you as a believer, they come against the church of Jesus Christ. 
because you are the church. And Jesus needs you to prosper. He wants your family, your marriage, your home, your finances, your career, everything about you. He's, he's died to give you life and more abundantly. But your purpose isn't to pursue it. It says in Matthew 6, seek first the kingdom of God and where it can go and what it can do and, and, and how you do it. And all these things the Gentiles want are all going to flow into your life. Of all the thousands of verses, that one is very unique, saying that you seek first the kingdom and everything else will be added. You are a Christian if you've given your life to Jesus Christ. What's a Christian? Oh, that's one of those guys who goes to work and preaches at everybody. No, that shouldn't be a Christian. A lot of times I'll listen to some of these brilliant minds they're all atheists, no, not all, but the ones I'm listening to are, are atheists, as they come against the Bible, come against Christianity. And I literally agree with them 90% of the time because they're talking about religion and I hate religion too. What religion has done here, what religion has done that I'm going, amen, amen. And I'm talking to an atheist because I get it. I hate religion and what it's done, but I love the church of Jesus Christ and what a relationship with Jesus will do in our lives. In Ephesians chapter 3, I'm going to read it out of the Message Bible. I love reading different translations. When I pull my iPad out, I don't know how many Bibles I got in there. I got a whack load of them. And I just enjoy looking at the different nuances. It's not that there's any of them that are wrong. I mean, probably a couple, but I mean, it's, it's about a different nuance and, and a different thing that they're bringing out. Listen to this verse. Paul says, my task is to bring out in the open and to make plain what God, who created all this in the first place, has been doing in secret behind the scenes all along. Do you know what's going on in the church of Jesus Christ today? Is shocking the devil. Oh, you know, in North America and Canada, there is this big media blitz to leave out all Christians. Christians are the most persecuted people on the planet. More martyrs in Christianity than any other denomination. Don't They'll never mention that. But I get with the world's big leaders of countries and denominations. And when we sit down and begin to look at the world and divide it up and what is happening here and what is happening there. And we see the church needs to recognize the greatest revival we've ever seen is going on. I've spoken with people that have baptized hundreds of thousands of Muslim men. But they'll never let their name go on. They don't want what they do going out there. Because we're living in a world where it makes CNN. The world knows how it's happening. So be quiet. And there's just wonderful, beautiful things going on that we're not aware of. We need to recognize that from the beginning of time, God's had a secret. And his secret was he would have a people. And this people would be a people who would be filled with his spirit. Who would walk into government and business, walk into church, walk the streets. And the presence of God would be upon them as never before. Jesus was the firstborn. And he's saying here, my task is now to bring out this mystery and let him know, you're the church. Oh, who, who, who's that? You and your called, appointed, and anointed to rise up and to do incredible things. And don't do them in a religious, stupid way, but in a spirit contemporary way. Contemporary and relevant, not condescending or weird, but yet spiritually alive. And that it's an attractive force to the world. In John 4, 34 to 35, Jesus said, My food 
is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Let's stop right there. My food, my food, my sustenance, my energy, what gives me strength, what causes me to grow, what raises me up is to do the will of him who sent me. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more great messages from inspiring teachers like Leon Fontaine. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. So subscribe, rate, review, and share. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.